2: So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot
0: F-M to get started. This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Outside, door, bumper, clear the AT. Best car i had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo!
2: Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors, a spotter of the 22 Cup car. Um, I didn't have an Xfinity car for a while, and I didn't do the truck either, so I'm weekend. cupping
1: it. Yeah, Dude, it's like you're on vacation every it week now that you're is. not doing Dell Jr. Spend yeah. more time
3: at the bar, right?
2: I mean, you just did one no. race? I, I mean, uh, yeah, I wanted kind of wanted to, to do the Xfinity race because it looked fun. <laughs> um, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, it was exciting. Um, but Maybe yeah. It was? Yeah, it was pretty exciting. Better than. More exciting
3: than Cup. Maybe? <laughs> well, I guess not for you. <laughs> I, thought the, I,
2: I thought the cut race was awesome. Why's is yeah. that? I don't
1: know. Brett Griffin, Spotter, Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler, Mike Snyder, and thanks to One Main Financial for bringing this lovely podcast to you guys. Mike, look like he missed you. That's what I heard, man. I uh I went to and grabbed some beers and dinner and come back and he's gone. It wasn't on T V. They didn't <laughs> they didn't have that channel where I was at, which is unfortunate. So I was having to follow along on the Twitter. Yeah. And via text from some buddies. But yeah, I guess he got in
2: the wreck. Yeah, with my guy.
1: Oh, it was your guy? Yeah. What an idiot. What
2: was your guy doing? What was your guy doing? All right, you can only run it. a guy so low. <laughs> have you not seen it? I, I didn't see it. No. I uh, think I think they ran out of racetrack. I think Myatt was trying to block, and uh, Dalton didn't lift. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you wrecked uh, him. So your guy wrecked my guy. So I'm ba- mad at uh, you right now. So the best part <laughs> the best part is when you got hooked to the left, Yeah. you clobbered Jennifer Jokoff. <laughs> Bless
1: her heart. Oh, jeez. What gear was she in? Second. I might uh, watch the 10. They're saving fuel on the bottom. They think this is going to be a long run. It's going to be a fuel race. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. Right in the way. Like, never not in the way. Just Okay. Let's just park right here in the middle of the groove and just
2: ride.
3: Well, I don't know if that was their plan. I will
2: say, though, there's worse than, I mean, she's pretty good about getting on the line and staying there. At least she's not in the groove on the exit. Like, when two people are racing and you need the lanes on exit, she's not parked in the groove where the first guy has to lift. Right. And screws him over. Yeah. Um, I will say that, I mean, I think she does a fairly good job. There's some people. She does a good job of holding her lane. The problem
1: is she's in the wrong lane. It's yeah. like getting on the interstate and you run up on a car in a fast lane
2: doing 40. Yeah, there's, I still and feel like there's And they do like a great a, job of running 40, but they're still in the way. Yeah, we got we got a few guys in the Cup Series that are still like that. A few, yeah. I
1: feel <laughs> like y'all started
3: ranting right at the intro. This is yeah, pretty gonna impressive. Yeah, we're going to start
2: with the rant. No. What's your rant? Where have you been? I was Casey. Welcome back!
3: Yeah, Thanks, guys. from
2: your like three-week vacation. How was your it midget? Was how country. was your midget convention? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: that sounds horrible. Um, it was great. Well,
2: you you were the tallest one there.
3: I was not the tallest one there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it was debatable. Uh, midget racing.
2: Oh, magic racing. racing!
3: Chad won, so I, saw that. Congratulations I was pretty excited. Chad, I finally, I honestly thought it was a jinx because I never, I've never been there for a win. Um, so I'm glad I got that off my back. That's that cool. really worked
2: out. So, will you think you're the good luck charm now? <laughs> I,
3: <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> go saying. that far, but I'd like to think that.
2: So you won. And then you went
1: where? To Kokomo? Went and ran an, an extra race that wasn't so really it was, planned or what?
3: It was six races in seven days.
1: Wow. You almost sounded country right there. Six you races <laughs> in did. seven days. I think days. I'm hanging
3: out with you It what? was six
1: races in seven days. Mm. Oh,
3: God. Yeah. No yeah, way. I, I so I'm, that's crazy. So it was yeah. six races and you
2: only won one?
3: Well, he got third and then two of them, three of them rained out. It was rough for weather. Um, so
1: let me ask you this. You're standing there, sitting there. And he's racing.
3: Yeah.
2: Are you freaked out? Oh, yeah. Who other, uh, like, what other girlfriends
3: or wives
1: right?
2: do you hang out with? I will thought you were sitting around for something else. <laughs> <laughs> like, are
3: your insides
2: uh, quivering? Or are you?
3: Yes, I get, I don't know why. I get so nervous. Because it's also, like, I mean, it's dangerous. You because he races dangerous it's, um, cars. Yeah. It's a midget,
2: though. I mean, it's not the most dangerous thing. It's pretty it's, damn close. What would
3: you say is it's the most dangerous?
2: Nah. I'd probably say, if a, like, a USAC car or something, a big track like a mile or something That's, probably be. He, he, no i mean like silver crown car oh
3: silver crown Not I, a you know, whatever um i think it's pretty dangerous i
2: agree that guy's crazy yeah i don't mind the midgets that much i think midgets are
3: last year he i mean to the point where he wrecked apparently he wrecked he flipped 15 times To the point where justin Allgaier, like when that next time i saw him was like dude is chad okay like i had no idea it was that bad so they're dangerous at least in my eyes, they're dangerous.
2: I'm not saying they're they not look dangerous. Dangerous.
3: Yeah. Well, and when you like see them work so hard, you want them to win, and then you really yeah. want your victory lane picture. So it's like oh, a lot goes no. into plays a factor. Did and we you brought our dog. There's no pit box. We saw in the stands.
1: <laughs> so when
2: are you nervous? The whole time, or when he's passing cars, or
1: when, um,
3: are, when are you nervous? It depends. What so, do you do?
2: Like you know, like what's oh, that Indy? Uh, we'll see Will Power's wife like chewed up like three, four water bottles or
1: something.
3: <laughs> really? During the Indy 500?
2: Like what? What is? What does she have? I
1: don't know. Plastic. I don't know what she has. But I hope they have medicine for that. Who chews on water bottles? <laughs>
2: She's over there going.
3: Really? Oh, I, I didn't see that. I thought that was bad. I just get really nervous and it like quiet. Was... I ridiculous.
2: could go out ever hearing that sound again. Lynn, <laughs> listen to me.
1: I grew up playing sports. I've obviously been around racing. I have right. a lot of friends that are like you that are women who date, engage, and are married to race car drivers. Right. Some of them act like idiots. So what do you like, do? So, some of them literally. Do, do you agree wow, with I mean, that? Or they get a little carried away? Yeah. I mean, chewing on a water bottle, and and to sit up there and like be be so theatrical. It's like. God, come on, man. Like, eat a Xanax or something.
3: I'm more of the quiet type where I'll just, like, sit there and watch. Like, but, I, will, I won't know.
1: But what are your insides feeling? I know that you're not that theatrical, um, crazy I, girl. I
3: just, I grew up around racing, so I'm kind of, like, used to it. But when you... Do
2: you ever want to fight? <sighs>
0: You
3: There are some people that Ew. I wish would stay away Ew. from other people. No, not like anybody specific. Oh, but... there's some specifics. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're not getting away with that one.
3: <laughs> no, uh, honestly, it's more of the like when somebody gets too close to Chad and you're like, okay, is he going to do a slide job on him? And is he going to be a really dirty? Slide yeah,
2: job. I don't know. I'm you?
3: Kidding. Okay. I was going to say. <laughs> Um. Oh gosh, I really can't talk.
2: Um, Why? So Tanner Thor, Tanner Thorson, slide jobs. Chad doesn't really complete and hits him.
3: Well, that's how they won, but he didn't hit him. Um, he won. What
2: if he did? Would you want to fight him?
3: It depends if it was dirty or not.
2: It was dirty. So there's such thing (laughs) as a dirty slide
1: job. (laughs) versus just a s- slide job
3: i need to pick and choose my words i forgot i haven't I been on the did, show in I a think few you're days wonderful
1: what <laughs> are your rhythms <laughs> yeah. so, the, so the moral of the story is you, you you love chad he won a race you get nervous
3: yeah i get nervous exactly but like i mean it's just normal
1: did you but you didn't eat a water bottle
3: i did not eat a water bottle and the first thing chad said after he won was why didn't you bring our dog to victory lane Oh, I'm here. Wow.
1: The dog. Let me tell you something about dogs. <laughs> they don't know what Victory Lane is. Yeah, nor, Exactly. nor do they. Nor do they, they, they don't care. know. That's my other favorite thing. That's what
3: he said. He's like, "Why don't you our dog's name is Susan." So, "Why don't you bring Susan to Victory Lane?" I was like, "I'm here the first time and that's what you say to me?" Yeah. So, mm. Let's just So, say, I have a question. Yeah.
2: So, apparently there was some dirty slide jobs going on because I read something I read something on Twitter. A couple of the drivers were saying, you know, this isn't, did somebody get, somebody get tasered? <laughs> did I read that? I think I want to get tasered? tasered. Like, yes.
1: I, I don't
3: know if I read that tweet. If, I missed okay. that part.
2: Would you get tasered?
3: No. I How much
1: would, would it, it take? Would you get tasered? For enough. Jeez. As long as I they like, promised me I wouldn't pee or poop myself, <laughs> I think I'd do it.
3: Is that like a side effect?
1: It oh, could I don't happen. know. I mean, yeah. br- uh, that's br- what
2: I, uh, br- I mean. I could see that. You lose control of like your body and stuff. Have you not seen that bowl get tasered? That thing falls over like, no, flat. No, I haven't. It does? The only thing I've yeah. seen is like the hangover, right? It goes like this. That's
3: the first thing I thought of.
2: <laughs> its legs are sticking straight out, and it gets up, and it is mad. But you know what? I'm not real sure my heart could take that. Yeah. It, what would it measure? Can it kill you? Uh, I mean. It's shocking you. It's the
1: sound. I guess it depends
3: on the bolt. Oh, the
2: sound no. of it sounds like if they killer. shot me in the butt, I'd be mad.
3: <laughs> <laughs> How did we get to this? I don't
1: know. No, if, you, like, if, oh, if we set up a yeah. deal where we were going to do this and you shot me in the butt, I'd be mad. Oh,
3: oh, oh wow,
1: yeah. The special delivery. Not only did Brett win the race. He got, he got a, a present. got a birthday present. Yep. I, I saw this back. tweet from Mike Davis that yep. uh, a, a fan sent me a birthday present. Billy Stallings. Did anybody check it for Anthrax? Louisville, Kentucky.
3: I'm not gonna touch yeah, it. This
1: guy probably oh, hates a balloon! That. Look, happy birthday! Look, there's a card. Oh. There's a lot of bubble paper. My kids oh, will love that. Oh, what you got in there? Uh, but nice. I don't know. We it's got,
3: wrapped all pretty with gift bags. Look
1: at Dude, it's Billy, up. I like your taste. Oh, uh, look, look, there's a
3: card. You're supposed to read the card first. Are you I one hope. of those people that opens oh, the present? Oh, look, it's
1: Jack Evan Williams, nice. Kentucky
2: Bourbon. I like this guy. Mine's November oh, 30th. Oh, open Billy. these up and drink one. <laughs> Early times.
3: Mine was in March. <laughs> you, but.
2: you, you're a really bad influence on me, TJ. You want to take a shot? Uh, no, this, this was what I would say to you. You're a really bad influence on me. <laughs> um, could you guys please sign oh, my plate what? and possibly get Junior to sign? Also, what? thanks. I like that in a person. Happy birthday.
3: Hey, this hats might in give here. you
2: a reason to want to come to Kentucky Speedway. Shot, holla. Let's do it.
3: I have to go to the office after this, but I don't cares? know that's a you good idea. a shot. But you could put this hat on. You definitely should shot. wear
2: the hat. This guy was man enough <laughs> to send me a bottle
1: Basically,
3: like, a birthday party in stuff. a box. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yep. I think I broke this one.
2: He's from Kentucky, and he wants you to have a reason he to come He was nice to enough to send me this, and we won the race, and I'm going to
1: take this Jim
2: Beam honey. Mmm. You know, take it? Yeah. No, you go ahead and take it.
3: Ah. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, here, it's hot. We'll put this on you.
2: Oh, Kentucky bourbon.
3: I don't know if it'll fit. No, oh, it no,
2: triple chin. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. Here we Billy, go. Billy, happy crash. birthday, man. Thank you. <laughs> I think. Uh, God, no. what, well, I mean, it's nine in the morning. You should finish it off. Honestly, here. I'm
3: surprised you came here sober after you. You need a chaser?
2: Morning. Yeah. Let me chase <laughs> it with Ellen Williams. One. That was pretty funny.
3: That was uh, a great idea.
1: Now my guts are burning. Yep, you're so, gonna have a lot of burning in a little bit. <laughs> I don't know it's. Uh,
3: and shot glasses.
1: <laughs> yeah. Those okay. are the, those things are the best. Like these little red Solo cup shot glasses are. Why didn't truly we think the of them
2: like ten years ago? Why didn't we think of something other than what we thought of, which <laughs> is nothing? Yeah, nothing. Miniature red cups.
3: I I like it.
2: I mean, man, why? What else is out there that we can just? make miniature and make money
3: well there's already alcohol Jason one one of these days
2: you're going
1: to wake up at 9 in the morning and do a shot (laughs) oh really one day one day he is on summer
3: vacation so
1: and then goes when is your birthday again February so we got some time oh you won't be here that long (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) nobody's made it that long (laughs) Dillner's like man that's not nice (laughs)
2: All right.
3: well We'll Jason
2: we'll uh, catch up with you some other time All right. see ya
3: (laughs) Oh god.
2: <laughs> so anyway, we uh God, that was bad. <laughs> we ran Michigan.
3: Yes. Okay, so tell us more about your win. Well,
2: I don't know what happened. I mean,
1: I do. You want me to tell you? Yeah, uh, so <laughs>
3: TJ explain it it? rained.
1: you know, we we qualified 12th and I'll give you the abbreviated version. A couple guys got had got stuff had going on whatever. They had to go to the back. So we start 8th. We immediately drive to uh 4th or 5th. TJ passes us on like lap two for fifth i think it was we go to six next thing you know we passed a couple guys we're running top four and uh we ran pretty much top four all day top three top four sack at third we'd come in get four tires lose a couple spots because guys had all kind of things going on i mean we saw the one get fuel only casey kane do some different things up there so um it it, it the, from 8th back on restarts was insane to watch but I never got in that position where we were three and four wide and really having to scratch and claw like we were consistently in that top three or four and, and I mean I hate to say this because this doesn't represent anything that, that Clint did or that Booga did but for me and my job that was probably the easiest race I've ever spotted not to mention the fact that it was the easiest win I've ever got I mean you're you're sitting there watching this thing play out And you get two tires and you come off pit row with a lead. And then you notice that Casey Kane hadn't pitted. And you're like, "Uh Oh, because I wasn't watching Casey Kane. Booga asked me to tell him who was getting two and who was getting four. And I kept saying four tires, four tires, four tires. Everybody's getting four tires. He makes the call to get two, which obviously is going to give us the lead. We come out with the lead. Next thing Booga says is did the 95 stay out? And I was like, I think he did. I didn't see it. My bad. I wasn't looking at that. And uh, then you're like, well, I hope that Casey is staying out hoping it was going to rain. Because, like, my radar said rain was 17 minutes out. You never know. And and Booga had a radar that was showing him something completely different in terms of moisture, right? So, it it wasn't really raining, right, TJ? I mean, it never... Uh No, it turned into like a heavy mist. It never rained. It was like a heavy mist. Which we get there, and we get at Pocono. There's a few places we get that, and and a lot of it doesn't show up on our radars. Um, But it's heavy enough
2: you can't do it. But it's heavy
1: enough. Well, we've got the the two-mile racetrack completely black and completely wet. It soaked it. There's a McDonald's and Super 8 right there in town in Brooklyn, and I could see from the roof that that's where the moisture was when that caution came out, and Booga knew that it was coming our way. So I'll be honest with you, you know, Booga – created the opportunity for us to win the race with his pit call. And then from there, Clint executed everything that he was supposed to execute. And uh, probably the only real confusing part and hard part for me at the end of the race was the tower was telling Brett Bodine to bring us down pit road the next lap. And then they realized we were going to lose the whole track. So then they actually gave the command to the pace car to stay out. Brett Bodine never responded that he heard it. Then he brought the cars down pit road and I told Clint, You follow this pace car. NASCAR was going to throw the checker flag and let us officially win the race with the checker flag. Uh because it was six thirty probably. Yeah, it'd have been tough. And it, it takes, you know, a couple hours to drive the track, and even if it wasn't that way it's still you're looking at an hour and some change. By then it rained again, it's getting dark, right? So um I, I to to wrap the story up, it just really comes down to having a fast car, running up front all day. I watched Ryan Newman win so many races on pit strategy. Matt Borland made Ryan Newman look like a freaking genius uh, on on a lot of occasions with his pit calls. And yesterday the crew chief that that we have, Mike, did a phenomenal job of putting us in a position to win. And then the driver went out there and and drove his heart out on a restart against the best in the business right now, Kevin Harvick, and, uh, and won the race, you know. It was cool. It's fun.
0: Pretty cool. It Would was you? weird,
1: though, because we get to victory lane and they kind of had it under a breezeway and then they move it and, and so it just was weird. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't your, you didn't take the uh, checker flag as a
2: winner. That's how it always is in a rain. Yeah. When you win a rain, I've won a couple of them and it's just weird. Like it's not normal. You're going into a room or something or a shed or Yeah, the, I've not been a part of a rain delayed win. I was very close
1: on a few occasions, you know, even Dover with Clint a few yeah. weeks ago. We were, we were close, but, um, it, it was a it was a different feel. You know what I mean? Like, it was almost surreal that you were like, did we really win? Because this kind of feels weird. And then I saw yeah. the Monster Energy Girls, and I was like, you're damn right. This is real. <laughs> hey, I want my picture made with y'all. Clint, you can step out for a minute. <laughs> All right.
3: Done. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll <laughs> make sure to
3: find out on Getty. Yeah. You
2: probably had, what, like a third-place car, fourth-place car? I, I really felt like TJ watching the race, and, and
1: you know what this is like. I felt like Harvick was the best. I felt like we were the second best and I felt like that that Ryan Blaney was yeah. the third best. I mean, and I know Ryan Blaney, I don't know where the, the kid finished. I'd guess top 7 for sure. But I felt like just watching the the car uh we that's we were a second place car. And then and then I'd watch a guy like Kurt Busch be a tenth to two tenths faster than us. But the second he would sniff dirty air, even with a lap car, he would lose a ton of time. Yeah, he couldn't My car didn't us. do that. You know what I mean? Like, I would catch a car, and I could maintain, 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 try to make a move. Kurt Bush would catch a car, and he could be more trimmed out than us. I'm obviously not privy to that setup stuff. But I would watch him catch, you know, Landon Castle. And then all of a sudden, it's
2: like, hey, yeah. hey, Kurt's gone. He's no longer behind you. I definitely think the four had the best. I think the 12 was the second best, and I feel like you were probably third. Yeah. But if you got in them positions – that's where you were going to run, almost. I mean, if wherever you, you got settled yeah. in at, and I mean, where you're I, gonna be. like you said though, the pit crew, the pit call was the key to get Clint out there and. And, Clint, all, the most important part of the race right there for Clint was those three laps or whatever. The, how many laps did we run green? I don't know. i it's I'm like going to I'm,
1: I'm tell, tell you six, but it might have been three. I don't know. I don't even know. I just know yeah, that the, was only a few. If, if we if, if we could not let Harvick clear no, us. And, and to And he did clear us. And I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm watching him clear us, and I'm like, damn it. And then I'm like, well, he's not moving up. And then Clint stabbed the gas, and he ran back to Harvick's right rear, and then he had to get out of it again. And I'm like – Jesus. Then he stabbed it again. Harvick never moved up. Yeah, I, I saw think, that. I think that Harvick thought, I've got the momentum. I'm going to be still be clear when I exit to. And because it's my teammate, I'm not going to race him as bad as I would probably race somebody that wasn't my teammate. He would probably slide up in front of somebody else. And he he, didn't, he to. didn't He didn't slide job us right. to your dirty no, <laughs> slide jobs out of Harvick yesterday
2: and he was dogging you though he was dogging us i
3: mean
1: he's, he's
2: dogged us into the three you know he was probably in my opinion he was probably two to three laps away from probably clearing you yeah but i mean clint did a clint did everything he had to do to to win the race so it's such a fun guy i mean that's the cool part is you know obviously
1: i love him to death and i've been working with him for years and we've been buddies even longer than that but he's just a fun guy
3: his victory lane interviews are always. I mean,
1: I get to kickback great. Jacks last night. My celebration was a kickback. So I met uh, Freddie, who spots for Bubba, mm-hmm. uh, Doug, who spots for Casey, and Roman, who spotted for Matt Kenseth. And we just had a beer at Kickback Jackson. Uh, Clint went to the lake. He's at Lake of the Ozarks this week, which TJ's been there. It is a wild, <laughs> wild <laughs> yeah. environment. Summertime so, there. So he, he, he. I FaceTime him first, and he said, "Hey, I put my kids down. Give me a minute." And the next time he FaceTime me. There was like a IV of fireball. It was in a bag. Oh. It was a bag of fireball that they were. I bet his dirt guys were back too. And he was just oh, giving the, the like the Tiger Woods fist pump, and he was mm. he was excited, man. That's the cool part. Always yeah.
3: right before an off weekend, so you just make the most of it. Yeah, I
1: know, I know. So I think after Homestead, there's an off weekend. I hope uh, yeah. I hope we're eligible, yeah. and I hope we win that one. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Yeah, but it was fun, man. It was cool.
3: All
2: right, spot on, spot off.
3: You on in a rush or something?
2: Yes. (laughs) Where you gotta go? Where you gotta go? I gotta go ship that. You gotta radios. Ship my bag. I ship my bag. Ship. (laughs) What's that? What was that commercial? Target. I ship my pants. I ship my. I I ship my pants. Remember?
3: What was that? I remember. It was a Christmas commercial.
2: Target. Yeah, I remember that now. Target. Was it? I ship my pants.
3: Oh, that was a good one. (laughs) <laughs> All right, spot on, spot off. SHR <laughs> finishes one, two, three for the first time in team history.
2: Where's the four? Where's the fourth? Uh, Amarola. Get it together.
1: Spot on. Uh I remember Hendrick running one, two, three, even with a guy named Ricky Craven that couldn't drive that well. Uh and and I remember as a fan going, Man, that's really cool for the team because you look at the team and you think drivers their families the employees of the race team like to be a part of that and to see the synergy around that was awesome
2: um i am if you say spot off i'm gonna punch i'm going spot off man (laughs) here's here's, here's my reaction it's not plugged in i'm sorry come on man i wanted i wanted to can
3: can you actually do it just in person i was
2: trying to get the pukes (laughs) on stop acting (laughs) like yeah yeah there you go stop acting like you're too
1: cool to make a cool (laughs) sound
2: I'm not experience with that have, sound. The, the sound boards are awesome. I don't know why you don't have that thing hooked up all the time. And well, we've got a stuff. new
1: system now. I'm going to have oh, to play yeah, a wow, little bit. yeah, It
2: plugs in different,
1: right? I don't, yeah. I don't know how many times teams have even done this in history, right?
3: Yeah. Can I we mean, look that up? How many? Kurt I
1: mean, starts from the pole, you know. There's and, an asterisk, though. It was rain short. Then you go one, two, <laughs> three. Like, wow. That's crazy. Stuart Haas is on it, man. No doubt.
3: Spot on, spot off. Xfinity Aero Package at Michigan.
2: I don't... I didn't... Obviously, I didn't spot the race, but from a spectator point of view, uh, I enjoyed it. I liked it. So, wow. um It's just... You could get runs. I mean, people were having to make decisions they didn't want to have to make. Do you be patient? Do you stay in line up here? Or do you shoot to the bottom and try to clear him? And if you did, were you going to try to muscle your way back up in front of the guy? Or, you know, there was... There was a lot of, um, I mean, uh, it was exciting. I saw Austin Dillon drove through Kaz Grala for the lead. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you saw that or not. Yeah. But there was, um, and it was cool to see somebody like Kaz up there leading the race, legit, too. He made a pass to the lead in the in the 24 it, car, or 60, what is it? 61. 61. 61. Yeah, it was, uh, we were leading, and he uh, he got a run on us down the But, back. I mean, that, that's, and he did it right, though. Two I weeks mean, ago,
3: he didn't have a ride. I mean, that's impressive.
2: Yeah, I mean, I... I it was inter- it was entertaining for me. There wasn't. I feel like if you let this race go with the cup guys are in it, they're gonna. It's gonna stretch out. Um, you might have a good race at the end between a couple of them if they can, you know, get to each other a little bit. But I thought this brought everyone together, and it was. I was on the edge of my seat. I don't know what was going to happen. So, and that's that's. Um, I don't want to do this all the time, but I thought it was exciting. Spot off. <laughs> wasn't a fan. I don't have to tell you why because our listeners are smart enough to know why.
1: They're, uh, they're race fans, and they realized that that wasn't racing.
2: I liked it. All right. That's pitiful. I mm-hmm. liked it. It was a fight for the top line. and The cup race was, too.
1: All we did, once again, was we, we put a really exciting product out there on, on restarts for two to three laps. Once it got single file, everybody's scared to go to the bottom. Because if you went to the bottom and you didn't clear them, you went to the back. And I mean, we went from second on a restart on the bottom to seventh uh, solely because of we were in the wrong lane. Like you, it's it's not racing. I'm sorry. And once again, it 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 looked like it was easy to do. Yeah, what I mean. I mean, we went from third to ninth in the Cup race on the inside. It 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 once exactly what I'm telling you. It's the same product of racing on that style of track. All you're doing is slowing the cars down and making them easier to drive and there's no way and i heard this weekend marcus smith we said this last week on the show was pushing so hard for that all-star package to be in place at kentucky i heard this weekend that didn't come through and the first thing i thought was thank you like this this is not the direction we need to be going but they're looking at
2: i'm not sure kentucky's a good spot for it do you
1: know where i heard they're really really looking at doing that is the poconos and the fontanas and the two mile or bigger tracks so yeah pocono didn't work fontana puts on an amazing race please don't touch that
2: yeah you know but they're talking about the
1: michigans the indies the the poconos the the tracks that are bigger and
2: i i don't think this package i don't i think it only works at places where you don't yeah you can run wide open which is a lot of banking. That means yeah. a, that, that means a lot of banking is required. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it works. Really, I mean, I thought it worked good at Charlotte. Um, so
3: you don't. I mean, as exciting as Michigan, I was just don't. It, do I want that- to watch
1: a
2: bumper car race, and I felt like that's what it was. It's a.
1: It's a bumper car race. Fair. And and I mean, let's be very honest. Kaz Gralla, hey, hey, I don't know the dude, but. He took the lead and he's doing whatever he's doing. Like, what are we doing for him to be able to do that? Like, nothing against him, yeah, but but what are we doing really? Like, I'm supposed to think this is hard and this is e awesome, and then I watch some guy that that uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well not a fan. Spot but off. How
2: do you know he's not? But how do you know he doesn't have talent?
1: I'm not saying he doesn't have talent. I'm <laughs> saying that his car and his his package, I'm not personally seeing his package, but I feel like the package <laughs> that I saw, uh, TJ, you know that he's not supposed to be leading an Xfinity race. So if that, that's what you want to do is put this, oh, my God, everybody can lead kind of thing together, that's not real. That's I don't think any,
2: anybody can lead because I didn't see it cycle around. Uh, yeah, just and. The sit racing i mean i i enjoyed that i i enjoyed it um i thought it was exciting i don't want to do it all the time i don't think like you said i don't think it's i don't think it's something we need to do all the time but some places it just puts on a it gives a better product third week in a row that that we've talked about this
1: on the podcast and nascar has to do what really good sports organizations do and that's take the lead on creating what the narrative is in their sport And right now, the narrative doesn't need to be about this package. It needs to be about guys that are winning races, guys that are going to make these playoffs in all three series. We don't need to keep talking about this package like I'm sick of it. So that's what I think. Yeah, I like it. Spot on.
3: All right. Well... Matt Kenseth's performance through four starts. I know his next one isn't until September, and
1: he's really happy about that. I would think. Yeah, this guys had four. <sighs> Assuming days. that's a Been rough. spot off. Yeah,
2: he shipped. He shipped his starts. <laughs> yeah, he sh- I shipped yeah. my starts. He shipped his pants. <laughs> um, you know, I thought. I think. I think it's a little more than what he was expecting, uh, or a little more difficult than what he was expecting. Um, I still feel like it's going. It's it's going to take a little while for results to start coming It doesn't happen overnight um but he's a guy that that can you know take these performances and be like look you need to make this better this better and this better before we start doing this he's a guy that can come in there and do that so it's not really surprising that it's been a struggle for him but um i think over the next you know handful of races i would look now's when i'd look for some a little bit of performance gain now is what I feel like it should start clicking in a little bit if, you know, if Matt's going to, you know, come in and help him. So I watched him yesterday wreck on his own.
1: And then after he wrecked, he was kind of sparking. And I was like, I bet he wishes this car would catch on fire so he could just be done. Because he's a difference maker. You know, I, I was with Clint when we were at MWR, and and we were winning races and run second in the championship that year to Keselowski. I was also with him when we went to Harry Scott and you couldn't run on the lead lap to save your life. And then obviously I'm with him now at Stuart Haas. And, and the first thing that I asked him after we left, not Daytona, because obviously Daytona is a different animal, but after we left Atlanta and Fontana, uh, we were out having a beer. And i say, Hey man, what, what's the difference in these cars? He said, honest oh, God, Brett, like they drive the same. You just go so much faster. And, and we know that Matt Kenseth is a difference maker in terms of his input into the race car and into the steering wheel. But when you watch his results, you, you have to look at this. And I got a lot of friends at Roush Racing, uh, including Steve Newmark, who's a president. If I'm him, I'm making the decision today that I'm changing everything on that 16. I'm going to move Phil up from from Ryan Reed's deal as crew, crew chief. I'm making real big changes because Matt got in there. TJ, I think he might have ran worse than Trevor's been running.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen a gain. Um and we were supposed to. Yeah. I mean, you de- definitely you definitely think he could come in and, and better. It might not be 15 spots, but you definitely think he could come in and, You're you would think it's seven. Five, you know, five to seven, start chipping away at it. Yeah. Um, and, and I haven't
1: seen it. Especially when Ricky's beating him by 10 spots. And I don't mean beating him as, as in finishing order, but beating him as, in terms of under green flag racing, Matt's running 25th, Ricky's running, you know, 15th to 18th. Like, yeah. that, that – that team needs some some major changes a, a, from a leadership standpoint. The guys turning wrenches aren't, you know, there's nothing wrong with those guys. They're good guys. Their, their equipment's yeah. not falling apart. It's, no. It's whoever's making decisions on what, what they're taking to the racetrack. And these things are, and man, like we used to have, how many parts and pieces are on these cars, you think? How many hundreds? 200 parts and pieces? I mean. 500 parts and pieces? All we talk about at the damn racetrack is one piece, the splitter. The splitter, the splitter, the splitter, like that. They got problems before they get to the track. Is my point. That particular. There's a lot of pieces, a lot of parts pieces, and you gotta you gotta bring better parts pieces.
3: Well, hopefully they have like a few months now, so they can. Re-evaluate. That's the cool thing about the
1: off weekend. It's yeah. The cool thing about the you know he's got a few months before he gets in the car, but hey, they they got a, they brought in some new sponsorship here. That sponsor's not going to be patient. They want to okay. see results and. The good thing is they got an off weekend right now, and, and that off weekend gives you the opportunity to catch up. Because TJ will tell you, it's easy to look at the schedule, but you're in the grind and the grind and the grind. When you got an off week, you can kind of take a deep breath and go, okay,
2: what do we got to do here? Yeah, I, I think it's a good chance for Trevor to get back in too and, and um, kind of relight the fire under him. He's looked amazing for four
1: weeks, and he hadn't even drove a car because yeah. the car hadn't done any better with that, without him in it. Yeah, And that's a good thing. That's a compliment to Trevor Bain because there's been a lot of times where we've all looked around going, man, what's wrong with Trevor? And I spotted for Trevor when he came into the Xfinity Series with MWR. And and I think the kid, he reminded me so much of Greg Biffle because he wasn't scared. He'd drive so deep in the corner. And there are tendencies there that, that are tendencies of a great race car driver. And the past couple of years, you've been going, man, what's wrong with him? Well, guess what? It ain't him. And how do we know? Because Matt Kenseth got in the same car and can't stay on the lead lap. I'm sure Trevor is relieved. And Ford's doing pretty good. So you can't yeah. say it's Ford. You know? Mm-hmm.
3: Parts. Mm-hmm. All Yeah. Breakout yeah. in the song?
1: That, damn, Jack Do you need
3: another one? Now I gotta drive. You keep looking at the thing. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I'm up to disappear. Do you see him yeah, keep like putting off. his arm in I'm there, like? To All
3: right, Keith Olbermann's comments about NASCAR. I'm I know there, there were a few. Keith
2: Olbermann's a moron. Ah, <laughs> uh, who is Keith
1: Olbermann? Do you think Dell Junior could whip his ass?
2: Oh yeah. I'd love to see him whip his ass. That guy's a. He's probably a liberal. I just don't understand why. Why. Why the negative? You know
1: the thing is, Dell Jr is on t v and he's at the Stanley Cup, and I'm telling y'all right now, I only watched it because Dell Jr was there and on the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup coverage. And I think he does a good job, so a lot of our race fans probably migrated over to the Stanley Cup coverage, and all you do is give sports fans an opportunity to to kind of cooperate in the same space, yeah and Hockey fans probably went, man, that's Dale Jr. That's cool he's here. I didn't know he was a hockey fan. And obviously, Dale Jr. is there to promote the fact that NBC is about to take over the racing schedule, which is really cool. But as a fan of sports, I don't – I'm not a hockey fan. you know. But if Mario Lemieux or if Jeremy Roenick or obviously this Ovechkin guy that's the whole, the goalie for uh, the oh, Capitals. No, he's th- not the goalie. No, he's
2: not? No, he's not the goalie. <laughs> what is he? He's like a forward or center. He's crazy. I like that guy. He scores goals, and that doesn't prevent goals. Oh, well, he's a goal getter.
1: <laughs> My point is, as a sports fan, I appreciate seeing those guys in other avenues. And and Keith Oberman of all people who made a
2: name for himself at ESPN, should get that. He's a moron. I don't know why you wouldn't promote that or, you know, be excited that what did he say? Have you got it?
3: Yeah, he said it's not just that NBC Sports has trotted out Dale Jr. in its Stanley Cup pregame and at the start of the first intermission. It's the institutional tone deafness indicated by the belief that there's any overlap between these two sports with utterly different demographics.
2: So he's got a, he's got an agenda against NBC.
3: There. Well, he's also obviously. said he yeah. also
2: tweeted a couple tweets before that calling him you know some retired taxi cab driver.
3: Oh really?
2: Which I think is highly unnecessary. Um, and what I thought was funny is you mentioned Jeremy Roenick. I actually saw pictures of him at a NASCAR driving school.
3: Yeah, he was there. He was in yeah. Kentucky. he, See, he, he was somewhere. For, he played yeah. for the
1: Blackhawks. Yeah, and I'm not a hockey fan, and I know that superstar. And I appreciate seeing him at a race because I think that there's a lot of ways that we can all live together. And I don't know if. But it's just, um, man, just go kick this well, guy's ass. Well, I don't ass. understand
3: why NBC wouldn't do that. I mean, that's a no-brainer. You're promoting two sports. And in reality, the demographics are similar if you think about it.
1: And in reality, Dale Jr. is our Tiger Woods. Yeah. I mean, he's the most popular guy to arguably ever put on a fire suit.
3: Everybody yeah. knows who he is, whether you're a hockey fan, a golf fan. I yeah. mean, that's...
1: that's. I mean, he's iconic. Yeah. You know, and, and the Dale Jr. That, that TJ knows so well and that I obviously know... Fairly well, like we don't see him that way, but the rest of the world does. Right. So, what an idiot! This Keith Urban an idiot. I, would, I he deserves to have his ass beat. So,
3: actually. assuming spot off,
1: yeah, spot <laughs> off, a spot off, and honestly, like, let him get
2: his ass beat over this.
3: Yeah, I can't. I want to read through the responses. I'll just do that later.
2: I'm sure he weren't. got hammered. He got yeah. grilled pretty bad. Sure, well, he should have. I mean,
3: well, I don't know where that was coming from.
2: It's just disrespectful. But, if you were MBC, and-
3: you would do the <clears throat> same.
2: I think he's on his way to decline, so he's just taking, stirring up anything you can.
3: Yeah. All right, let's take a break.
0: This is your Exalta Race Center update. I'm Matthew Dillner. The theme was team for NASCAR this weekend. In Michigan, it was a podium suite for Stuart Haas Racing. A gutsy two-tire stop late in the second stage was the call that put Clint Boyer on top when rain shortened the Firekeepers' Casino 400. SHR teammates Kevin Harvick and Kurt Busch finished second and third. In Xfinity Series action, Richard Childress Racing celebrated a 1-2 finish as Austin Dillon scored the W ahead of teammate Daniel Hemrick. As for the junior motorsports team, Tyler Reddick was the best of the bunch with a seventh-place result. The truck series hit the road for a standalone at Texas Motor Speedway Friday night. Johnny Sauter's series dominance continued, scoring his fourth win of the season over Stuart Friesen and his GMS teammate, Justin Haley. The junior motorsports late model team was in action at North Carolina's Ace Speedway this weekend. Josh Berry and Sam Mayer had strong runs going before getting caught up in accidents, resulting in 14th and 20th place finishes. This has been your Exalta Race Center update. Exalta is the official paint partner of NASCAR developing manufacturing and supplying coatings to all types of vehicles and industrial applications for more on exalta please visit exaltacs.com at one main financial we believe in the importance of community That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are, it's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us
3: and we're back uh let's head in the fast lane i'll ask these guys
0: blah
2: blah 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 blah. blah go
3: <laughs> wow <laughs> rude all right now <laughs> four <laughs> now four drivers have multiple wins this season harvick bush Turex, and boyer do you think these four will represent the championship four at homestead tj
2: uh i don't believe that'll be the four that'll be the champ that'll be racing for the championship i think that's Um, two, possibly three of the four. Um, but I don't think those are the four that are represented. Who are your two? Uh, right now, I mean, you can't go against Hartwick; He's going to be there. Um, uh, Bush would be my next. I think he can pick it up. Truex to me has been, he hasn't quite shown the speed that he did last year and dominance at a lot of the, a lot of mile and a half and bigger tracks where he was really dominant last year. Um, you know it's i don't know it's going to come down to the wild card races to me it's going to come down to who can win talladega and and uh and come out of there and i don't know that's the wild card to me claire b came by the the
1: victory lane setup yesterday and she asked me you know what do you think when booga pulled out two tires and i told her i was, it was about time he grew some balls and then uh we started talking about other things and i was like we know who the the best three teams are right now and it is harvick bush and Truex. x period and, and we're lobbying to be that fourth guy in that conversation of team, a team and driver that can win a championship. And there's been times when we knew that we were in that conversation. And then I look at Pocono where we have a bad pit stop and then we miss a shift. And like we just completely take a top five effort and we finish 20th with it. And you can't say you're the fourth best team when you do those things. You have to pay attention to detail and execute and on days like Martinsville, you go out and dominate, you win. On days like yesterday, you go out and you're consistently in the top three and, and you put yourself in contention to win. So I hope, obviously, that I'm in this position, but I do truly believe we're the fourth best team right now. I believe that. I'm not just telling you that because I'm on this team.
2: I just uh, I don't know if I see the consistency there yet to uh, to label you as the fourth team yet. Who's, who's the fourth? I think it's toss up man that's what I'm saying. I think man, there's, there's a lot of variables in play. There's I mean, there's probably four or five of us. I mean, the 2 is going to be strong. We're I mean, I feel like we're going to be strong um depend like you could pull another win out like that and you just never know. I feel like I no feel way. like the 3rd or 4th spot is pretty competitive. Yeah.
3: Brad Keselowski said the best drivers wouldn't choose to compete in NASCAR if the restrictor plate package is used on a regular basis. Do you agree or disagree?
1: Uh, yeah. Obviously, I agree. I mean, I've been saying this. This is the third week in a row. So when when I have drivers, I said when we said this package was going to happen at the All-Star Race, I said on this podcast, if this package has come and our older guys are going to flip you all off and say we're leaving because this isn't racing, it is the ability to run wide open and and run bumper cars. And these guys aren't going to do this because they know – the talent level that is required to go out and do their jobs to run 215 miles an hour, getting into turn one at Michigan. So for him to say this, he's just backing up what I've been telling y'all. Nobody's gonna, dang. I mean, can, would Bubble Wallace
2: stick around here and do this? Absolutely. You know, the, those guys. There's a handful do what they do. of guys. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's. I don't think we need to do it all the time at the top level. I think it's a here and there thing at some tracks where it just makes the racing better, but we have to have our pure racing, um, you know, uh, what, what we're, what we're used to, you know, I think this is a different package. I think it's fun once in a while, but I don't think if we did it all the time, it, it would I don't, I don't feel like the, I think he's right. I don't think the best guys in the world are not going to want to, you know, uh, uh, Formula One guy is not going to be like, Oh, I want to go do that. You know, they're not going to do that. No, it's not attractive. The, the, the
1: term of racing for drivers is the term of racing means which driver and which team and which car and which crew chief and which engineer can go the fastest. When you're all going the same speed, there isn't a fastest. So that's just the reality of what I think a awesome race driver and an awesome race team is who can go the fastest. And if you're all going the same speed, that's not the fastest. That's, you're all going the same speed, so I
3: agree with Brad. Justify became the 13th horse in history to win the Triple Crown on Saturday. If NASCAR had a Triple Crown of races, which three events would be included, and could a driver ever accomplish the feat?
2: Jason put on his thinking cap mm. and made up this mm. question.
3: That was a good one.
2: I love the Triple Crown. I mean, I got I to roll a Daytona 500. Right. Um, I don't really, as much as I, as I have in the past, I don't consider the Brickyard four hundred as one of the best races anymore to go it's and win. It it used to be to me, but now it's it's such a not an entertaining race to me that I don't I don't consider it. Um I would probably put a Martinsville race in there. Uh, Martinsville or Bristol, one or the other. Um and I would maybe throw a road course in there to have a little bit of variety, a little bit of each. Interesting. Could a driver win all three one season? Yeah, absolutely.
3: Who? Right now, I think I know uh, who you're going to
2: say, "Man, I don't know. You just never know." Uh, I don't know.
1: I cannot believe that you didn't say Darlington. I mean, How it, do you leave Darlington out of a Triple Crown when it's one of the best racetracks in America? You got to have Daytona. TJ's right. Uh, obviously, I'm going to say Bristol. You got to have Darlington in there. Then your next one's Bristol. Uh, my next one would would be tough to to pick because that Coke 600 is still a a highly coveted trophy. Uh Bristol's a very difficult place to win. But I think when you look at what we're we're trying to do here, it's a restricted plate race. It's a, a all-out track like Darlington and and then to me it's got to be the Coke 600. So I think you got to go Daytona 500 Coke six hundred Labor Day weekend at
2: Darlington. If you want all three of those, you're our triple crown winner. And you, I a, feel like you got two of the same type of tracks <laughs> in there. A lot of so, two of the same type of tracks don't really. Which two are similar? Darlington and Charlotte you're are pretty crazy. Similar. They're you're pretty damn close. <laughs> you get the drugs. same five cars. I don't are know gonna what be. the
1: doctor gave you last week to make you feel better, but it must be some <laughs> strong. <laughs> you've lost your the mind. The same
2: five cars are going to be fast. Darlington, Darlington and are, Charlotte, Charlotte <laughs> are similar tracks. Okay. The same five cars that are fast there are going to be fast at Darlington. Here, let me give you some of these mini bottles that make you feel better. Uh, So we're going to flop the field at Darlington? Best car, best driver's going to win. The same five cars that are fast, Charlotte, are going to be fast at Darlington. Mark my words. That other package. Mark my words. We'll look at practice speeds from Charlotte, and then we're going to look at practice speeds from Darlington. It's going to be real similar.
3: All right, off the wall topic. With Father's Day on Sunday, what has been your favorite Father's Day memory with your kids?
2: Oh man, you gotta stop thinking so much. Oh, we just started this? getting
1: this. We just started getting this off. To be honest with you, you know, we uh, yeah, last year was I think the first Father's Day we've had off in a very mm-hmm. long time. And and my kids, my oldest is eleven, so the majority of Father's Days we haven't spent it together. But we're building memories at Myrtle Beach because that's what people do. Where do you think people in Myrtle Beach go to vacation? North Myrtle Charleston? North Myrtle. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte? They're already in they're already in the best spot. Charlotte. I mean they'd be disappointed to go on vacation because they're leaving Myrtle Beach. Somewhere. Well that's like if
3: you live in Florida, you don't want to go to a beach. Somewhere you
1: live in Florida, you're eighty years old with purple hair.
3: Um I grew up in Florida, so
1: <laughs> You don't look like you have purple hair.
3: <laughs> Not yet.
1: She's an exception. S- they go somewhere clean.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Florida is all the retired Yankees that can't afford to pay property taxes, so they just moved to Florida. Florida's hot. It is hot.
2: No thanks. Uh, It's just nice to be home for it. Um, You know, it's nice to not have to wake up and FaceTime, you know, oh, happy Father's Day on FaceTime. You know, it's nice to actually... I'll be home at midnight. Yeah. See you you the next day. So it's actually nice to be home. Um, And actually and actually watch them do something special for you like oh dad i made you a card um you know you don't you don't get that when you wake up sunday at the racetrack so it's kind of cool and it's it's special for them because they're they're happy about what they did and you know they're excited too so uh it's nice to be home yeah i agree thank you
1: nascar yeah for making it because we're all a bunch of guys racing it's really nice for them to give us back to our families Mm -hmm. on that weekend because they don't have to mother's day as well i mean it's nice to be home too yeah we race on saturday thank goodness but they literally give us back to our families this weekend they don't have to and for years they didn't so it's cool for them to let all the dads in this sport go home and be a dad that day and not a racer Mm. it's cool
3: all right ask cbc joe jr 57 asks can clint win a cup series championship I For sure I he know.
1: can. I mean, we finished second, you know, years ago to Kozlowski, like I said. I mean, Clint is a very consistent driver. He, you know, he's going to go out and consistently run in the top ten. And and, and Homestead, man, here's the cool thing. you got to look at a guy like Kevin Harvick with probably 32 bonus points right now, give or take a few. Like, he's almost racking up enough points to know that he can carry himself to Homestead. So guess what they can do? they can start working on that Homestead car now and and they can make it as good as it can possibly be. So for us, you know, I look at the chase races, man, for me, going into the summer for me is what scares me with Clint. Cause I'm like, Pocono, he, he's not great there. We were fast. Didn't finish well, but fast. Michigan. Oh, you know, fast. When's a race, you know, uh, Indy, like those are places that I don't look at and go. These are Clint Boyer style racetracks because he likes to save tires and be fast at the end of the run, and uh, and that's what Homestead is. It's a place where you, you're gonna have to manage your stuff, you know. So I absolutely Clint can win a championship.
3: Corn Wit asks, and I don't know if this is a true or false statement, but he asks true or false. In 2018, Paul Menor- Menard will get the Wood Brothers their 100th win.
1: I ship my corn.
2: I don't know if that is. I mean, you never know. He had, he had speed yesterday and late race restart, late race pit call gets him out front. He could have pulled that off yesterday as well. Um, you know, you never know. You put him on the outside of front row and he, he's got to hold some guys off for a little bit. It can happen. I don't think Paul, I think Paul's a good enough driver. Um, I still think he's getting, I still think he's getting accustomed to there and starting he's had a lot of bad luck. Loose wheels, Tons things like that. He's had a lot of bad luck, so I'm really excited, looking forward to the second half of the year for him to maybe build off this Michigan race here and, and see if he can put it to put some more good runs together. My sixth ever race spotting
1: was with the Wood Brothers, and we won Bristol, and it was so awesome. And yesterday, we started that race, and the wind started blowing, and I got really cold, and I <laughs> walked down to Stevie Reeves, who spots for Paul Menard, and I said, "Dude, have you got an extra jacket?" And he was like, "Yeah," and I put on a Wood Brothers jacket. So I won the race yesterday wearing a Wood Brothers jacket, the same way I won with a Wood Brothers shirt on back in 2001 at Bristol. So I'm a big Wood Brothers fan. I mean, the last time they won a race with Blaney, I wore a Wood Brothers shirt the next day and sent Eddie Wood a picture of it. And I said, hey, man, I'm a fan. Just want you to know that. And he's like, dude, that's awesome. Once you're a Wood Brother, you're always a Wood Brother. And and so I would love to see Paul Menard get his 100th win, their 100th win with him. You know, his family, the Menard family, has done so much for all racing across the board. You know, they're, they're big, big supporters of racing. So yeah, they're good people, too. It'd be phenomenal. Can he do it? Yeah, he's probably looking at himself right now in the mirror going, why didn't I come over here and do this years and years ago? Because he's a guy that got the Andy Petrie racing in the Bush Series and struggled. And wasn't competitive. Then he got to DEI, and we saw him be competitive and contend to win races and run up front. And then he picked a couple places to go. And, I mean, let's not avoid the obvious here. Paul Menard is from an extremely wealthy family. And there's a difference in wealthy and rich. This guy's wealthy. He could kind of pick and choose where he went. He's probably wishing he'd to pick this place a little sooner Mm because he's had speed, tons of bad luck. Absolutely, he can. I, I believe Paul Menard can win a race.
3: Wrecker Fire wants to know, would either of you be willing to shoot out of a cannon for pre-race entertainment? And do either of you have contract commitments that would prevent you from doing so?
2: I shit my contract. I really have no <laughs> interest in being shot out of a cannon. <laughs> Hell no.
1: I don't even like, I like Earth. I like to stand on Earth and I don't like to fly. like <laughs> to stand on Earth. Like, there's a hot air balloon? No way.
3: Really?
2: Hell no.
1: So I you want to go it. skydiving? No,
2: I'm
3: I not. went skydiving. What if
2: somebody tied you up and said and just oh, laid you on a hot tied air me balloon? Up. Have you seen me? <laughs> <laughs> Man. What are you thinking about? And laid you in a hot air balloon and just <laughs> took it off. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm
1: not jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. No, I'm not going skydiving.
3: It was I fun. I
1: don't, I don't like that. I think you should go for a hot air balloon ride. Did you see that guy fly to that cannon? Yeah, I saw the guy that that fly again. Cool. He was fat too. Like he wasn't a good looking in shape guy. I was like, I kind of look like this guy's like. Chubby version. Of Maybe it actually was Brett. No, it wasn't me. I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing it either. You know, what I mean, how many shots would you have to take to do that? Because if that goes wrong, it's going to end real bad.
3: How do you practice that? I mean, I just guess like with that. a net and a yeah,
1: cannon. In I'm a net. assuming based on what I saw. I yeah, let's get a cannon. I don't think you. Your
2: little <laughs> ass would go flying. Yeah, you'd look, you would have shot way over that net. <laughs> It'd what? have been like she gone.
1: Oh god.
2: <laughs> the guy <You> guy. <laughs> There's no telling where you would have landed.
3: Yeah.
2: She gone. Okay.
1: fun.
3: All right. Anything we want to rant about?
2: I
1: think we ran to the beginning. Yeah, we did. I got something to say. Please do. And no. it's based on conversation that I've had with people. And I don't know if y'all appreciate it or not, but when we were in Charlotte, my buddies said to me, they live here, where are you going this weekend? They didn't know the race was in Charlotte. And then this weekend, I was in Jackson, Michigan. There ain't nothing to do there. It's bad. And... I went to a little burger bar that I like, and the lady goes, you from here? I was like, no, thank God I'm not from here. And she's like, what are you doing in town? I was like, I'm here for the race. Oh, I didn't know the race was here this weekend. So my point of this is NASCAR and these track promoters have taken almost solely to social media to promote our product. And when the people that live in these towns don't know that the race is in town, you're missing an opportunity to get people to the racetrack. So get back in the newspapers, get back on the radio, get back to buying billboards and stop thinking that the social media is the end all will be all. our average fan is 50 years old. They're not on social media all day. Like these kids are, we have got to tell people that we're in town and TJ, they didn't know we were coming to downtown. And I was like, this is unbelievable. In their
3: defense, I mean, I've seen a ton of billboards, especially for Charlotte billboards. I've seen them on uh, the radio. So it just depends where they're listening.
1: PR people used to put race car drivers on these radio stations doing interviews, promoting the race. And these PR people are doing the same thing that these racetracks are doing nothing. They're all on social media. That's all their focus is. That's all the traction. And it's not the PR people's job of race teams to sell tickets. But it is the track's job, and it is NASCAR's job, and I'm telling you right now, when people don't know that we're in town, somebody is screwing up, real bad. Was the burger good? Burger was awesome. Okay, good. It was real good.
3: I mean, NASCAR does driver advances and all that stuff, but I don't know. I feel like they're. You're right. There, are there's How a lot. How can
1: my friends who who actually follow racing not know? go, where are you going this weekend? I'm like, I'm not going anywhere, dumbass. I'm going to freaking Charlotte 20 minutes from here. Oh, I didn't know who's was in town. Like, we're missing the boat.
3: Well, it could be also like sponsors aren't doing what they used to do, like the Gillette Young Guns and it's, Coke. Like, they used to I do a lot more. I get that, Casey,
1: and I've always said our sponsors take our product to the marketplace better than anybody else. They right. do NASCAR's job for them. But you know what? If sponsors are doing it, then NASCAR and these tracks need to get off their butts and do it themselves. You tell and them. There is no reason that these people that I'm encountering don't know that the race is in town. Fix that. I don't know how you fix it, but somebody better fix it.
3: All right. It, well, I know TJ has to go ship his back.
2: got to go ship my pants. <laughs> All right. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm taking Kurt. Ship my headset. <laughs> Did you want to make two picks? We got to make two picks. We got double. This is for Sonoma because you weren't here last week, so we didn't make picks. So I know, I was, and I was actually going to – I didn't feel right. I was going to pick yeah, Kurt because he's the best guy I have left, and I didn't feel right. We talked about it yeah. well up there and I was like, Well, let's just make and I was gonna pick Kurt and I didn't feel cause he qualified in the poll. I'm like, I don't know what I feel like it's not really fair to So we gotta pick two guys. We gotta we gotta do two head to head matchups. Why? Why can't we just pick one?
1: So your first you done screwed up too. I think who won last time, Jason? Uh T J won So I get now. to go first. So now can I pick Kurt Bush? Oh yeah, I can pick <laughs> Kurt Bush. You done screwed up. I'm not gonna do it to you. i picked first. I'm not gonna Well
3: T you won the last one. I so I'm know.
1: supposed to pick. But that's all right. I'm not going to screw you out of this win. So, here's the thing. I did win. Yeah. Look at the sheet. Sweet. Here's the thing. We're going to pick two people head to head. Wow. Let's save one guy. No, we're not saving anybody. Um, the first guy that I'm going to pick, I don't have anybody left. The first guy that I'm going to pick <laughs> is we're running out. Michael McDowell. Fine. Take him. So you got Kurt Bush. Mm-hmm. Okay. The okay. next guy that I'm gonna pick is Kurt Bush. So it's Michael McDowell against Kurt Bush for pick one. Pick two is I'm picking Kurt Bush. Who
2: are you picking? Oh, let's see here. I will take um who the hell's Thompson?
3: <laughs> I was just about to ask that.
2: Um just take him see what happens <laughs> no uh, I feel like we're leaving a ringer off that's gonna be in the race that's not on this list yeah
0: they probably don't know who's doing it
2: yeah
3: AJ. are you picking um, for Sonoma yeah without like AJ or somebody that's really shut up Casey Sorry.
2: <laughs> I mean I'm getting there damn it God let's call these people my friend <laughs> I but shit if my I take, If I take AJ now, he's gonna take him at the Glen. Oh, Paul. true.
3: But there's only two road courses. We did this so. last year. Three road
2: courses now. Oh. We, but if I, I don't know. take AJ now, though, then he he might I might not get the opportunity at the Glen because mm. if he win if I win the race before the Glen, he's gonna take AJ. That's fair. So Almondinger, Almondinger versus Kurt Busch, and Michael McDowell versus Kurt Busch. I hope I win one of them. Well, I mean it's pretty.
1: What are you, oh, are, you are you doing this week, though?
2: You're off. What are you going? What are you doing this week? I'm going to go to Charleston, pending I feel 100%. So
1: yeah. Taking the kids? Oh Yeah. So Folly Beach, <laughs> Isle of Palms, where are you going?
2: Uh, where are you staying? I'm um, at a friend's house for two nights, then downtown oh. Saturday oh, night. Oh, old, old historic district. Yeah, we're going to stay in the historic district. Yeah. And enjoy the little nightlife on the streets there, which is pretty entertaining. At I'm night. going to Nashville for two days. Which I went last week. Blake
1: Shelton oh, yeah. opened his bar all red.
3: Can you please tell me ideas for a bachelor party?
1: <sighs> a grand opening. He's testing it out for you. Yeah, thanks. It was Blake had his grand opening, and he had, like, Hootie came and played, which is also Darius Rucker. Uh, Kelly Clarkson came and played. Trace Atkins. Like, all these guys were just bouncing in and out. He played for – his band played for four straight hours. Ooh. So I'm going to Nashville for two days this week to chill, see my buddy Kevin. Freddie Craft's uh, going with us. And then I'm going to Myrtle Beach on Saturday. And we're not doing a show next week. So don't people do not tweet me and ask me if we're doing a show. Yeah. You're listening. a
2: week off. You're here right now. We're not doing a show. We are off. We're, we're off. And we're leaving right now. We're on you vacation. We are on a mission. Back after Sonoma. Yeah.
3: All right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, one, me, and Exalta. Have a great off week. Thank
2: you for listening, well, yep. people.
1: Yep. Thanks Millions. for the uh, Billy Stallings. Yep. Thanks for the shots. November
2: 30th, Billy. I'll be waiting
1: for something. <laughs> We appreciate y'all. We're out. Yep. Right. See you. Paula.
0: You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by OneMain. For updates on elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.